Please turn with me to 1 John. We're going to continue in 1 John chapter 4. I'm going to be reading from 1 John chapter 4, starting at verse 1. 1 John chapter 4, starting at verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. But this you know, the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming, and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God, whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this beautiful Sunday morning. Thank you for your creation. And thank you that you're willing for us to be here. It's all you're doing that we're allowed to be here. You've kept us healthy and strong so that we can be here to worship you in spirit and truth. And we know some would like to be here, but they're not well. Be merciful to them and bring great healing to their bodies, if you're willing. But Father, we just want to thank you for your word, that we can come and, and preach your word. And help me to preach your word faithfully. Help me to open up the scriptures and make them known to us, so that you, you Holy Spirit, can do a great work in our hearts, that you can convict us of sin and and transform us more into Christ-likeness. You can teach us, you can correct us, and you can train us in righteousness as the word is preached to our hearts and minds. So, Father, please help us to listen now and help us to hear what your word has to say. Have mercy upon me and have mercy upon us all. Thank you again for, for you know, just our life, our eternal life, and thank you again for all that you give us. Thank you again for your providence. I pray and ask this only in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning I'm going to continue in our sermon, Who Do We Listen To? And when I'm talking about who do we listen to, I'm talking in the context of, as a Christian, who do we listen to in this fallen world? As we go about doing our thing, as we, as we listen to the TV, if you've got a TV and you listen to... Um, Preachers, as you go around meeting people in the community and you talk to Christians or religious people, who do you listen to? Like someone said, who's got your ear? And hopefully, when we do listen to someone, it is someone who speaks the truth. Because this is what I mean when I say, who are you listening to? Who's influencing your life? And we all have friends, and we have Christian friends, and we have people that say they're Christians and they're friends, and we have religious people, we have unbelievers, and everybody has something to say about God in their conversation, except the atheist, he doesn't say anything. But who do we listen to? Who influences us as Christians? And as Christians, we must remember that we have to give an account for our lives one day. Hebrews says, And no creature is hidden from his sight, 
but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him who we must give an account. We're all going to give an account to God one day. So who influences us? Because this is what this passage is, is teaching us, verses 1 to 6 of 1 John chapter 4, is, is in one sense encouraging us to listen to the right people. And the right people in the context of those that profess to know God. Do we listen to truth teachers and his people, and, and, or God's people, or are we listening to false teachers, false Christians, and worldly liars? Because our world is filled with all kinds of religions, claiming to know God, claiming words from God, they speak from God, they make things known, but who are we to listen to and believe? And how do we distinguish between what is truly God and what is truly not God, what is false? How do we know if we're listening to God? What do we do? Do we just listen and, and be gullible and naive? Well, John in this passage is helping us to listen carefully to who is from God and not. And he gives us two things, and that's what we want to look at. We're going to just briefly sum up our first thing, which we looked at on the 26th of March. Um, but we want to look at two things to help us to see if we are listening to God or not. And let me just quickly and briefly um, share a little bit of our first thing that we looked at. The first thing that we looked at to help us to see if we are listening to God is, do we test the spirits? And this is what we read in 1 John chapter 4, verses 1 to 3. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. I mean, at school, teenagers, children, why do you have exams? Why do you write tests? The teachers are testing you to see if you know your work, if you are doing your work. And we also need to test the spirits to see if they know the God we know, or if they are speaking the truth. And John is commanding us here, but test the spirits to see whether they're from God. Because there are many false prophets, and they've gone out into the world. Where have they gone out from? Well, they were once in the church. They were once walking with you, listening to you, speaking the truth. But somehow they've gone out, and now they have become false teachers. And this is what John wants us in the first three verses, is, is test the spirits. Test these false teachers. Test these false Christians. Test these people who say they are speaking in the name of God. Because the Holy Spirit lives in us. We are a temple of God. And whatever we do, whatever we say, we do it in the name of God. So when someone says that they are speaking about God, they are actually speaking in the name of God. And we need to test these spirits. And in verse 1, John has given us two things to test the Spirit by. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit, this is in verse 2, every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. There we have doctrine. There we have scripture, sound doctrine. We have, we have God's word to test the spirits. And John says, if they confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, they are from God. If they, if they believe that Jesus is the Anointed One, the Messiah, and if they believe that Jesus is the Incarnate, the Internal Incarnate One, He's, he, he's God in the flesh, 
and they believe that, then they are from God. But he says, if they're not, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. Because how do we, how do we test the spirits? When someone talks to you, and you start thinking, but I don't, that's not written in the Bible. I wonder if this person really believes in the true living God through Jesus. He said, I'm the way and the truth and life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So it's through Jesus we know the true living God. And they might be speaking about creation and they say, oh yeah, God created this world and I believe this world you know, is billions of years old and I believe that, that God created the world, He stepped back and He just let, let it run its course. No, that's deism. And then you might ask them, but do you believe, do you believe Jesus? Let me, you say these things about God. I want to ask you, do you believe about Jesus, that He's the Christ? Do you believe that He's the Messiah? Do you believe that He's the Son of God? Do you believe that, that He came in the flesh as God? They might say, no. Then they're not, they're not worshipping the true God. And they're not speaking in the name, name of God. They're speaking as a false prophet, false teacher. Because Scripture tells us, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and this is Jesus, and we have seen His glory, glory as the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. John's writing in John's Gospel, and he's telling, this is, this is what we saw as disciples. Jesus came in the flesh. So anyone who teaches that Jesus just, is just a man, that he was a great teacher, that he was a good man, and, and a unique man, they're not from God. They're not from God. They actually are the Antichrist. They have the spirit of Antichrist in them, because they're Antichrist. They are Antichrist. And I like what John says there. He says, um, this is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming, and now is in the world already. Antichrist, anti-Christian. But we need to know our word. We need to know that Jesus is the Christ. He is the Messiah. And if we deny Jesus as the Christ, we deny salvation. Because again, we go back to Scripture. And Scripture tells us, Acts 2.36, Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus, whom you crucified. And Acts 4.12 says, And there is, no, there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And our salvation comes in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Christ. Savior. So this first thing to help us to see if we are listening to God, do we test the spirits? Do we ask them truths? And, and if we are testing the spirits, then we are listening to God. But the, the second thing that I want to look at is we're going to spend more time on this second thing to help us to see if we are listening to God. And the second thing is, do we walk by the Spirit of Truth? Which we see in verses 4 to 6 of 1 John chapter 4. Now the most beautiful thing, and should take the breath away from us, is that the Holy Spirit 
lives in us when we believe. Homemaker, the Spirit comes to live in our heart. We know we don't have Jesus physically with us. We know Jesus is not here physically with us. But we have something far greater, and that is the Holy Spirit who lives in our heart. And then He wants us to walk by Him. Walk by the Spirit of truth means we submit to Him and His teachings. And the only way we can know His teachings is if we are reading His Word. The Scriptures are inspired, God breathed by God the Holy Spirit. And they help us to live according to the truth and not error. So there's a possibility if we're not reading our Bible, we might be living in more error than truth. Because then we're getting to know God through the figment of our imagination. We're getting to know God through what people say. We never, like the Bereans, search the Scriptures and see, are these people speaking the truth? And John is, is such a, a, a loving man. And we know when we come to verses 7 to 21 of 1 John chapter 4, in those verses, John mentions the word love 29 times. That's why we know God loves us, because the Bible tells us so. But John, this loving, caring pastor, writes with an affectionate heart in verse 4. He says, little children, listen here. He wants their attention. I have something to tell you. I want to encourage you. Little children, you are from God. And guess what? And you've overcome. Because you're from God, you've overcome. Overcome who? Overcome Satan and his false prophets and teachers. And this is what he's doing. John wants them to know first Little children, you are from God. Remember, you are born of God. And because you are born of God, you have overcome these false teachers and, the, and Satan. How? When you are born of God, you are a new creation, a new creature. The Holy Spirit comes to live in you. Now you can overcome. Because I on the cross defeated Satan, the world and the flesh. But we still live in this fallen world. We still have to continue overcoming. And how do we overcome? Well, we have the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And this is what John says. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than who is in the world. And who is in us? God, the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, lives in us. We know Jesus lives in us well because we've been crucified with Christ. And no longer I live, but Christ lives in me. And I live by faith in the flesh. Sorry, I live in the flesh by faith. So we know that He who is in us is far greater than He who is in the world. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For He who is in you is greater than He who is in the world. And like I said, the Holy Spirit who is in us. And this is what Jesus promised. This is, was a unique promise kind of to the disciples when Jesus said, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak. And He will declare to you the things that are to come. Yeah, Jesus is speaking to the disciples. It's a unique sense for Jesus' apostles, which they will get at Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit comes upon them.
But this is also true for us in one sense as well. Because when we believe, the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. And He teaches us the truth. He illuminates the Scriptures. And the most beautiful thing is when we believe, the first thing God does through the work of the Holy Spirit is pours out His love into us. And then the Holy Spirit lives in us to help us to walk in truth, to love. Because before we loved God, before we were saved, we loved ourselves. We were lovers of self. And God's love kind of knocks us off that pedestal and God comes on that pedestal. And now we are commanded to love God with all our, with all our heart, soul, mind and strength. And then love our neighbor as ourselves. And John, all he would tell his people, love one another. Love one another. Love one another. By this, the world will see that you are Jesus' disciples. And we have the Holy Spirit who lives in us. And he's greater than the spirit of the Antichrist who is in the world. Because we have Jesus and we have his spirit. And he's able to protect us as we walk with him in this world. But we have to know scripture. Because how? How does the Holy Spirit protect us from these false teachers? How does he? What does he do? Well, if he's in us, then he wants us to come to the word and he wants us to, to read the word so he can teach us the truth. He can illuminate the scriptures. He can illuminate our minds to the truth concerning our Lord Jesus Christ. He's the one that has inspired the scriptures. He enables our renewed minds to understand the teachings of those scriptures. This is what Paul, when he spoke in Romans, he said, when Paul spoke in Romans, of our lives being offered as living sacrifices, he went on to make the general statement that we are to live in a godly rather than worldly manner. And he says, do not be transformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. How do we renew our minds? We're in the scriptures and we renew our minds daily. We remind our minds of the things that God wants us to do. If we don't, if we're not in the scriptures, everything goes to sleep and we'll walk in error. We have to be in the scriptures so that we can grow in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if we are growing in the Lord Jesus Christ, then we will be walking in the spirit of truth. We'll be led by the spirit of truth. Every morning when we wake up, we should, we should do as the psalmist does. He prays, open my eyes that I may behold the wonderful things out of the law, out of God's word. And Psalm 119, 99 says, I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. Is God's word our meditation when we wake up in the morning? So we are prepared for battle. There's a spiritual battle out there. So we go out there and we fight the good fight for the sake of Christ. We are led by the Spirit. That's how Jesus fought his battle in the wilderness. The Holy Spirit came upon him and the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness. And it was through the Holy Spirit that he defeated Satan. For it is written, Scripture. For it is written, Scripture. Yes, Jesus was truly man and truly God. But as truly man, he needed the Holy Spirit's help. And so do we as just truly man. We need the Holy Spirit to help us. And as we walk in this world, and as, we, and as we live godly lives, and as we speak the truth, we will be persecuted. 
Because you've got the Antichrist, the people that profess to know God, speaking one thing, and the world loves them. The world listens to them. But as soon as the godly person, the Christian, comes along and speaks the truth in love, the world wants to persecute him. Why don't they persecute the guy, the guy that says, I know God, but why does the world love him? Because he doesn't speak from the Scriptures. He speaks from the, the, the world, the philosophies of the world, the religious systems, liberalism. And he doesn't, he doesn't confront the world with sin. He doesn't confront the world that they're rebelling against God. He stays away from that. He tickles the ears. He, he makes known God what they want to hear. But as soon as the man of God stands up and he speaks the truth in love with a tender heart and he's truly loving the world and telling them the truth, he's the one that is shut down. What happened to Jesus? He was crucified for speaking the truth to his people. They disowned him. They didn't want to know him. So we need to know the truth and we need to know what's in, what's in error. And the only way we can do that is if we are in the Scriptures, if we are reading God's Word. And if we are reading God's Word and we are testing the spirits, then we know we are from God. Because why? Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. So if we want to know we're from God, we will speak the truth. And if we want to know someone is from God, they will listen to us. Because Jesus said that in, I think it was in, God, in, in, in John's Gospel, in chapter 8, you don't know me because you're not of the Father. You're of the devil. Because you don't want to hear me what I have to say. And that's how Jesus found people out. He spoke the truth. And they, all they could do was come up with error. He says here, Whoever is of God hears the words of God. And the reason why you don't or do not hear them is that you are not of God. So we've got to test the spirits. We've got to, we've got to be led by the Spirit in truth. We've got, to allow, we've got to walk by the Spirit of truth. God's truth lives in us. And we need to be in God's Word so we can grow this truth. Our con convictions can grow stronger and we can have boldness and courage to confront people in love. Because there's a lot of people out there that they say they know God, but as soon as you bring up Jesus Christ, they're not interested. Then they're not of God. And the refusal to listen to God's word reveals a heart that is unrenewed. Because Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. They follow me into the trenches where true spiritual battle takes place. They are willing to lay down their lives for me. They are willing to die for me. They are willing to confront error. They are willing to test the spirits. They are willing to walk by the Spirit in truth and be persecuted because they deny themselves, they take up their cross and they follow me, me alone. So we need to know that if we hear Jesus' voice and we follow him then we know that we are of God and we must keep submitting to his word and to the sacred scriptures we must live according to God's word we must know the difference between the spirit of truth and the spirit of error 
We must be in the scriptures. Because a lot of people, like someone said, man reasons not God's word. Man's reason, not God's word, is the final authority for the spirit of error. A lot of these people will start with man and they end with man. And they talk about God, but they never talk about anything that is of the truth. I think it was, um, if I can find this briefly, um, Yeah, verse 7, it's basically 2 Timothy chapter 3. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty while we are living in the last days. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. How do they deny its power? Well, they don't have the Holy Spirit living in them. And they do everything in the flesh, but they're all saying it's in the power of God. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power, avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth and that's the situation with these false teachers false prophets antichrists they're always saying something about god but they never come to the knowledge of the truth they actually get further and further away from the truth but let's be challenged by these two things to help us to see if we are listening to god the one was to retest the spirits and the second one is are we walking by the spirit in truth and if we are testing the spirits and we are walking by truth, by the spirit of truth, then, then we will be listening to God. We'll be wanting to do what God's word says. Because Jesus on the cross, and this is what we want to come now to and celebrate, is that Jesus on the cross died for us to bring us to his Father, but to live for him, not for ourselves. We live for Him. We, are, we should be zealous for good works. We are His possession. We have been saved by His precious blood. And we have the Holy Spirit who lives in us. We have the Spirit of God living in us to help us to, to test the spirits and to walk by Him in the truth. And if we are doing that, then we are listening to God. We are honouring God. And none of this is easy. We need God's grace. We need each other. We need to pray for each other. If you're going to talk with someone that you have, a, have an idea that you know is not from God, but he always brings up these new age things and God this and God that, phone up a friend and ask him to pray for you so you can go there with boldness, with, with, with courage. Because a lot of the times we back off. We are ashamed of the gospel. And we turn our back on Jesus and we let them talk all over us. And then when we get out and we think, oh, just, wow, wasn't I bold enough? Why didn't I just speak one or two truths into that man's heart? And the reason why we do that is because of pride. And the reason why we do that is because we think we can make a change in that person's life. No. God gets hold of that person's heart and he changes it. We must trust God more.
Test the spirits. Walk by the spirit of truth. Trust God. And let's lovingly confront people in love. Test them to see who they're from. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. We thank you that we can look to you. Thank you that um, you are a gracious and merciful God. But forgive us, Father, for there are times when oh, we shy away from you and your word. We, we turn our backs on you. We don't stand up for the truth. We don't fight the good fight with boldness and courage. So please, Father, help us. Help us to test the spirits. Give us wisdom to do that. And, and help us also, give us wisdom to, to walk by the spirit of truth. Father, we just, just thank you that we have your word and we have one another, that we can strengthen one another and encourage one another to go out there and fight the good fight. So thank you now, Father, for this, um, this morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you again. We can be challenged, we can be rebuked or corrected, or we can be encouraged, we can be comforted. Thank you that you are a gracious, loving, caring Father. Pray and ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen.